0: News today.
1: I come to you from Austin, Texas, very honored and blessed to be here. I know every day, alive and on air, still having some semblance of free speech in these dark days is a real blessing, and I place my trust and faith and soul in God's hands. But God helps those that help themselves and gave us the good wits and will, and courage, and common sense, and friends, and family, and other random people you meet on the road who also want freedom to be able to stand up against this evil. Evil always makes its move. It always seems like it's impossible to defeat until humanity realizes that there's no choice left but to stand up and say no. We've certainly reached that point now. Well, we have Marjorie Taylor Greene about to get here to the studio. And she's going to be joining us coming up in the second hour in studio this evening. Really look forward to that. She has a lot of courage. And she's an example of what we need more of in Congress to say it lightly, to put it lightly. We have that uh, and a lot of big issues. We're going to be covering with her in studio here in Austin, Texas, tonight. But obviously front and center There are a lot of conflicting reports about what's happening in Eastern Europe, Northeastern Europe, and what's really about to unfold in Ukraine, where there's been an eight-year proxy war between the globalists and the Russians. Here's just some of the headlines. Russia plans biggest war since 1945, says the British globalist prime minister, who I wouldn't believe a damn word comes out of his mouth, but who knows, it might be true. Russian troops receive orders to proceed with invasion, U.S. intelligence shows. The same U.S. intelligence that says, I'm a Russian agent, that's the Daily Mail. But what we do have is video coming out of areas of Russia itself, showing Russian armored tanks painted with the letter Z, which would normally be part of a drill, moving towards Ukraine border in huge convoys. So we're going to find out very, very quickly what's really going on. Putin and Macron are meeting right now in an emergency face-to-face meeting, we're told, to halt, quote, escalation. Putin says they're shipping more weapons in and they're launching artillery attacks into eastern Ukraine, Russian-held areas. Well, we know that that's been going on for eight years. So there's an escalation by both sides. And the Russians, again, have been beefing up their troops in the area because the West has been beefing up troops in the area, and George Soros brags here with Russia. We are in Russia's backyard. We can't even control our border. The globalists have gotten rid of it. Thousands of people die every few days of fentanyl, many of them children. But that's not a crisis. That's not a problem. That's ordered open. But, oh, backing certain groups in Ukraine who are russophobes is what we're supposedly all supposed to back right now so we can help the globalists bring in George Soros-style brainwashing of the youth, which is going on now in Western-controlled areas of Ukraine. So I believe in the Monroe Doctrine. I know America's been an empire since the Spanish-American War and the blowing up of the Maine, false flag that triggered that. The anniversary was just last week. But I am not a Russophile at the same time. I do not lionize all of Russia's activities Or behaviors, But you'd be a fool to believe that this is about America spreading freedom into areas of the world. This is about the globalists taking over and are so powerful now. They're not just waging war against individuals and families and our savings and our currencies and our borders and our very existence. They're waging war against other countries and other systems they believe they can push around. And that's how big wars start. And Russia is a nuclear power. We've also got a pretty powerful video of Chuck Todd asked Secretary of State Blinken why Putin didn't escalate during the Trump administration, and he is speechless. That clip's coming up as well. But we've got some really good news when we come back in T-60 seconds. We're live.
0: Please tell folks we are. Defending the Republic from enemies foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us on this live February 20th Sunday broadcast. We're going to be here for the next four hours, myself, Alex Jones, Marjorie Taylor Greene, great member of Congress, probably one of the best members of Congress. She's definitely up there in the top two or three. Amazing courage, amazing understanding of what we face, more of what we need in Congress, no doubt. And Owen Schroyer, my great co-host, and so much more. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the verge of a massively expanded war with Russia, and when Chuck Todd... Asked Secretary of State Blinken today on one of the Sunday news shows why Putin didn't escalate during the Trump administration. Well, we know the reason that that happened. And I'll be talking about that coming up at the start of the next segment. We'll have that video clip for you, and we're going to be getting to all of that. But the the answer is Trump did not ship $5 billion of anti-tank and anti-aircraft missiles and give it to not just the Ukrainian military, but to the quote, anti-Russian militia that's been attacking for seven plus years, Eastern border of Ukraine with Russia. So yeah, when they tell you there's a war going on, yes, but going on eight years, and the Russians and others are sick of it. And if you look at the polls, they're 50-50, whether they're pro-Russia, pro-West. The point is, it's not our fight. It's not on our doorstep. Our own borders wide open. Our country's collapsing, and this didn't happen under Trump because Trump didn't push the boundaries of NATO. There's been five pushes. This is the fifth push, and Russia has said this far, no further. We have nuclear weapons. So it's not about picking a side here. It's about being a pragmatist and realizing what indeed is going on. We'll be covering that coming up, as I said, for you next segment. I don't know if I can do justice to this today, but who knows what huge news we be breaking tomorrow. So I, I'm i going to try my best here this evening just to talk about something so massively huge and, 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 and so incredibly uh, positive. But I don't know if this Sunday show is the place to do this. I just don't know with the time we have, whether we're able to do that or not, but I'm going to do my best and I'm going to go ahead and just start getting to this right now, because it really is an epiphany moment. It's a Perry Mason moment where The sunglasses are on like they live, and suddenly you can see what's what's really going on and what's unfolding. But I've been trying my best for a long, long time to get people to care about corporate capture, elite capture. Now, these are well-known terms to intelligence agencies and to national police forces and the Justice Department and to PhD historians and others, but it's something they don't want the public to have any understanding about because in a republic and in a populist system, we're supposed to have the public in charge of corporate and elite capture. And it's supposed to be done where the whole world sees what's unfolding and the whole world sees what's happening. And we're aware of what these corrupt forces are doing. So we're able to come in because we're aware of that and block them and stop them. But if we don't know what's going on and if we've been kept in the dark and and, and told by the New York Times and CNN for decades that there is no global conspiracy, there is no Bilderberg Group, there is no secret group, there is no plan for world government, there is no plan for World ID, there is no plan to take children from their parents, there is no plan to sexualize your children... There is no plan for forced inoculations. Then we can't ever form the political opposition to it because the system won't even allow a discussion or a debate about it. Well, yesterday they had a member of parliament try to bring up Klaus Schwab and the globalist takeover and the Great Reset and how more than half the cabinet of Canada is openly controlled by him and he brags that he runs it. And when the member of parliament tried to bring it up, they cut his mic and told him he couldn't speak and then they had the socialist leader say that's fake news, that's not allowed and they shut down the member of parliament. That's how hardcore the martial law is in Canada that like North Korea when they're having one of their staged Politburo meetings, if somebody gets up and criticizes Kim Jong-un, they disappear. Well, now that's happening in Canada. And if you go on Instagram or Twitter or or anywhere, I spent hours last night today looking at it. It's incredible. Uh, I have more than 20 clips here, and that's just the bare minimum. That's why I said I don't I have time to get to it all. It's unbelievable. The whole world's waking up, including premiers, governors of major provinces, of Canada are saying, look, foreign banks through the UN and Klaus Schwab took over and there's been a UN coup and then people go to the local airport and there's just UN aircraft everywhere and yeah, you jets, big, big passenger jets landing with UN troops with the UN on the side. And so Canada's really waking up that it was seen as soft, compliant and weak, which it wasn't. It was just confident and happy and working hard. And it's been targeted by corporate global government takeover, ladies and gentlemen. Now, since they showed this at night, it gets worse during the day. This is all these jets, big jets with UN on them. They've now blacked out the UN tags. And it looks like put black paint over it. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is, just, this is next level. I mean, we have lived to see the attempted world government takeover. And it's collapsing in Australia. It's collapsing in New Zealand. It's collapsing in Europe. It's collapsing here. They already had to back off forced inoculation in Austria, Hitler's home, because their own police and military said, we're about to overthrow the government. And the public got more aggressive once they tried that. So this is all Klaus Schwab and the New World Order trying their takeover. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to have MGT in here in the second hour. I'm going to go right through this hour. And I'm going to hit the big Russia news in the last segment of this hour. But when I come back for the next two segments, I'm going to play you the most astonishing, amazing stuff we've ever played here. Okay? Most of this is new. A lot of it's old. But I, I want to show you what's happening and them in live time shutting down members of parliament who bring up, hey, Klaus Schwab brags, he controls Trudeau. Not true. Sorry, you can't talk. You're shut down. That's fake news. So, it's not just fake news to shut Alex Jones down when he tells you something that's true. Now it's live time having to shut up the members of parliament. Now you got to shut up Joe Rogan. Now you got to shut up Tucker Carlson. Now, like major famous Muslims the, are coming out against the Great Reset and the New World Order. And, and, and I mean, so Hollywood people are coming out against it. Folks get this is bad, folks get this is evil, and they've decided to reject this poison. Evil's always trying to force feed you poison. All you got to do is throw it up. So that doesn't sit too well. You know, I think I'm going to, yeah. You know, you kind of make the decision to go out and eat something bad. You go, yeah, I think that might have been bad fish. That might have been, I think I'm going to go in the bathroom. You know, I only do it every once a year or so, but I'll eat something that doesn't sit well. And other people get food poisoning. I go out to dinner with, it's happened before. Not this guy. I'm the opposite of bulimic. I love food. But once a year or so, I'll eat something and it doesn't sit well, and it makes me something I ate at a gas station or something, and I just go vomit that out. And we just gotta say, hey, you know what, Klaus Schwab? You know what, Bill Gates? You know what, New World Order? You know what, Ted Turner, and all of you world government people? Uh, we're, you force fed us all this, but we reject it. What did God say in the Bible? You were hot nor cold, so I spit you out of my mouth. You were lukewarm, I spit you out of my mouth. Gotta spit them out of our mouth. We'll be right back. This is big news. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is gonna be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti human depopulation, great reset combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes, their their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. It's time to protect your privacy. It's time to come to grips with the fact that even though you don't have anything to hide, criminals... Hackers, corporations, big tech, government are stealing all of your data and creating a map and a database of where you go and what you do. So in the future, under their globalist takeover, they can shut you down. Protecting your privacy, protecting your credit cards, protecting your bank accounts, protecting your photos, protecting everything that's on your phone is paramount. That's why everybody should visit InfoWarsStore.com. We're carrying a huge new line of very compliant, made-in-America products that have 100% reviews and are simply incredible. It's a 360 win. Protect your privacy and shop at InfoWars to support the overall Infowar against the globalists, a true 360 win. Get your Faraday cages at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the new line. It's amazing.
0: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
1: So, everybody always thinks about it. World War One or World War II, Korea, Vietnam, all the other fights and the police actions and things that different countries have been in, we think about an enemy with military trying to take over the infrastructure of the other group and have the people surrender. But you don't invade a country that is going to fight back. You don't invade a country that won't submit. You invade people that are known to be soft and passive and easily scared into control. So you build a virus, you release it, you create incredible fear, you block treatments. You then inject people with more poison to make them sick so they're scared and under your control. We've got Klaus Schwab, who's the former head of the Bilderberg Group, big globalist secret power group that I've exposed and others have. And you've got them creating the Davos Group in the 70s, under Henry Kissinger's direction. He worked directly for Kissinger. Went to Harvard, trained by Kissinger, all of it. And then by the 90s, they've gotten thousands of leaders, mainly the the, the children of rich people, billionaires, like Bill Gates and others, and almost all the prime ministers and presidents you see now, trained by them in global governance. And then he writes four books on the subject. He gives speeches. He goes all over television and brags that we've penetrated governments and we control governments. And if you go to his Wikipedia page, it has a quote, him saying, we capture your democracies. The people do not need to be in charge. So he's another crazy German that thinks he should rule the world. And he works with a bunch of other evil groups doing it. But what's important is I've been harping on this group And making films about it for decades and warning you they were going to use the virus for control. But now it's everywhere. From Joe Rogan's latest podcast to Tucker Carlson to everywhere and exploded online, people waking up and actually going and looking at who is in their parliament and who is in the cabinet of the government and who are their presidents and prime ministers. And they're finding out almost all of them, whether it's Latin America or the Middle East or Africa or Europe or Canada, is them. And now you've got Eastern European leaders and the Mexican president that's a liberal and conservative leaders, Bolsonaro, all saying this is a corporate coup, a scientific coup takeover of the planet. That is a magic moment, ladies and gentlemen, where people finally get it. So I've got more than 20 of these clips, and I'll probably make a documentary on this the next few weeks, a quick film, because people are really ready for this right now, and the zeitgeist is here. I'm also intending to write a book on this subject. We're working on it right now, Uh, but this is just so huge. Here is a major conservative member of parliament censored for pointing out the World Economic Forum, the Davos Group's corrupt influence over Trudeau's government. When this first broke on Friday, people thought it was fake. They went and found the HD and off the government channel, it's real. But notice first they say, oh, your feed's bad. We can't hear you. Which was true? Then the socialist leader, who's there in person, minding and all, pops in and says, it's not true. It's disinformation that Klaus Schwab brags he runs Trudeau. Even though I have five clips of him saying exactly that, and we're going to get to him." So this has really captured people's imagination. And they're finally getting it. So they don't even want members of parliament in a country captured by these people to do it. And the finance minister declared financial martial law, said they'll take your bank accounts and track what you do without a warrant. She announced yesterday at a press conference, it's permanent. She said, we're permanently doing this. And then another top uh, liberal, they call him labor member said, oh, being a Trump supporter, we're going to take your bank account. And even people on mainstream TV are like, that's crazy. And then the graduate of Klaus Schwab's system, his cult, his, his, his intelligence agency, his private intelligence agency of New Zealand, they've got tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands protesting there peacefully. And she says they're terrorists and that free speech isn't allowed. And even the police tell her what she's doing is wrong. So they're all following orders of the corporations that think they can put puppets in charge of governments and have them lock us in our houses, forcibly inject us, tell us we're non-essential, starve us, shut down our businesses, and that we're not smart enough to organize and figure out what they're doing. But whether it's Trudeau of Canada or whether it's the puppet of New Zealand or whether it's any of these puppets, they all have one thing in common as a governor in Canada came out and said, a, a premier is they're all very weak-minded and very stupid. And that's true. Because these are the quizlings. These are the useful idiots. These are the people inside your fortress that lower the drawbridge for the enemy to take over. And what does the enemy always do when they take over? They put to the sword the idiots that open the gate. Here it is. Canada, A member of parliament censored and censored for pointing out WEF's corrupt influence. Here it is.
0: Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and I listened to my colleague's speech. I had a constituent that wanted me to ask a question about outside interference to our democracy. Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and he bragged how his subversive WEF, World Economic Forum, has quoted infiltrated governments around the world. He said that his organization had penetrated more than half of Canada's cabinet. I was wondering, in the interest of transparency, could the member please name which cabinet ministers are on board with the WEF's agenda? my concern is the deputy
2: uh, order 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 I, I know he was i know that uh, the member was in a, a really good good question there but the the, the audio is really really bad and the video is really really bad as well um and i and i and i apologize i don't know if if the member okay uh let's let's uh, let's try again the honourable the, the, the honorable member for timmins james bay
3: mr speaker that member was promoting Open disinformation. That's not debate. We have to call up disinformation. Uh,
1: We're we'll going to get into debate again. So, oh, I, I forgot it's worse than I've said. Trudeau suspended the government and the elected representatives when he declared that martial law a week ago. And then they told all the other members of parliament, don't be there. You can't be there. But then they opened it up for the left to be there. Everything's a deception. Everything's a test. Everything's to see what they can get away with. And so the conservatives and others, they're digital coming in via Zoom or whatever system they use. But the left's there to honcho and run it all. Now, this totally has freaked out the people of Canada. It's got tens of millions of views, the different versions of it. And Canada's only 32 million people or so. So... Again, once you identify the shadow government, once you identify it's a foreign outside group, once you identify that it wants to collapse you to, to then get you on welfare with a universal basic income to control you, once you know that, it's game over, baby, and it's happening everywhere. Very positive time. Of course, I have a clip of Klaus Schwab talking about it. Their answer is to launch a cyber attack and to basically cut the power off and bring in total, complete control using that and wars. Of course, I didn't just tell you that today. I told you that months and months ago, but I have the clip of Klaus Schwab saying, the power outage, the cyber attack will make COVID look like a wonderful thing. And he smiles because he knows. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID, biomedical tyranny, lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is, some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation, and stay tuned into Infowars.com because truth is absolutely paramount.
0: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
2: Listening to an Infowars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.
1: Well, I'm really proud of humanity, and I'll just tell you point blank: uh, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to survive, I want to live, I want to have a future. I know God's real. I want to stand up against evil, and so every victory we have. I just see that as my mission and what we're supposed to do. But I am really proud of all of you because I know this audience of activists is at the very core of the fight, and I don't have words to describe how amazing you are and really makes me proud of this crew and everything we've done together that we're going to really get attacked hard because the enemy knows we're the detonation point of this thing. But Infowar, standing on the shoulders of great patriots that came before us, has been the tip of the spear. And we've got a real fighting chance against these people now. And humanity's really waking up and fighting back because of you and your support of this broadcast and your word of mouth and your prayer and what you did. This is real-world stuff, and you did it. Yeah, God's in charge, but God works through you. And if you don't take action, well, then the dog doesn't hunt. And I'm here to tell you, folks, this dog wants to hunt, but I can't hunt without you, and together we're doing it. This is real. This ain't Hollywood crap. This isn't all the fake New World Order BS in the world. This is real, and this is happening. Maximum red alert. Saturday emergency broadcast. Western leaders claim war with Russia has already begun. MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene live in studio coming up next hour. So let's continue here, ladies and gentlemen, with the biggest news. And, and, and again, I'm going to have to make like an hour-long, quick, fast mini-documentary on this or something because the wheels are coming off the New World Order right now. All the best, I mean, I say all, like the top 20 best-selling books last year all about the Great Reset. Um, is, uh, people get it now. It, it, it's good news. And so this is very exciting. I, I just pledged the Member of Parliament being censored for saying that Trudeau pledges allegiance to the Great Reset. Let's just start with uh, clip 13. Here's Klaus Schwab two years ago saying, use COVID to create an angrier world. They want us all angry and killing each other when the resources are cut off and people don't go to work and and the infrastructure collapses, because that's how stuff works. You may not think your job is very important But especially if you're a farmer or an engineer or a power plant worker or a guy that puts power lines up uh, or a school teacher, I mean, everything has an effect. And if they don't go to work, stuff starts breaking down. And people starve to death in the third world, and then we collapse, then we starve to death. And that's what Swab brags about, how great it is and how they're cutting the carbon footprint and giggling. He's a murdering depopulationist. Sorry, let's get the clips. So he's telling you, "Well, the angrier world is coming. But he doesn't think he'll get the blame. See, he'll keep doing this with his corporate controllers until he gets the blame. The minute he doesn't think he'll get away with it, they're going to stop. So I've been like, attack the establishment politically. Expose them. Emergency, emergency. Everything we do is on this. And now, finally, finally people get it. And it's it's amazing. So God is good, my friends. God is real. Uh, And God is in control. Let's go ahead and uh, go to this clip of, of this this demon. He's the front man, but he's the head demon uh, you know, with the devils above him, uh, giving him the orders, and, and, and here he is admitting his plan.
4: I don't know how it will play out in uh, November, but what we know is that we will end up with many more unemployed and uh, particularly also people in the gray economy which are not counted for uh, who lose their jobs so we will see definitely a lot of anger uh, already now but probably increase by the end of the year uh, because this crisis will be with us until we really have found a uh, remedy so um, stop there have- okay
1: so so his whole plan he writes books is we're going to crash economy they order the lockdowns to make you poor and collapse and then offer you a new utopia with a digital ID and universal income that he controls. So so here he is last year talking about a cyber attack and getting very excited how you think COVID was a bad lockdown, which he said was a good. He said it was good for the earth. Well, wait till the cyber attack turns your lights out. Here it is.
4: But still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario to use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic.
1: So they're the saviors when they launch it. They're prepared. You're not. They consolidate total control. The top 100 billionaires double their money during this operation that they triggered. And there he is admitting it all. He wants a post-industrial world. He pushed longer lockdowns. And when they collapse society, he poses as your savior. Here he is on Charlie Rose talking about during the great reset, during the cyber takeover, during the fourth industrial revolution, we change your genetics, not the earth. Here it is
0: for medical science and you see the
4: difference of this forced uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing it changes you if you take a genetic editing right. uh, just as an example it's you who exactly. are changed yep. and of yep. course this has a
0: big impact on your identity yeah. and offers certain kinds of possibilities that have to be careful about you know yep. when you began to when you began to do that kind of gene editing, some people worried that you were changing what it means to be human.
4: That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I, it, uh, of course, the new uh, Industrial Revolution offers us many opportunities, but it raises many-fold questions.
1: <laughs> now you know what they did to you. You know, I'm going to play clip eight, Alberta premier Jason Kenney. Talks about the Great Reset does the best job boiling it down in a very conservative way in four and a half minutes. That's coming up, but let's go to clip five. Uh, he, she's on the board of the of the World Economic Forum, the Davos Group. She works directly for Klaus Schwab. She's written books about world government and, and depopulation. Her grandfather was number two under Joseph Goebbels. Can't make that up. A pro- head propagandist in Eastern Europe when the Nazis occupied it. And uh, Christia Freeland, who is the economic minister over Canada, the deputy prime minister, uh, she declared martial law last week, no due process, take your bank accounts. Now they say it's permanent. And then she mentions a economic system. Swab has announced with the UN, a global system that will cashless society, track what you do. Here's part of it.
5: Uh, In terms of the financial instruments, which our government is using right now to act against these illegal blockades and illegal occupation.
1: You know uh, what, hip-hop, stop. I, this is a two-minute clip, and I went to it about 30 seconds late. I'm going to come back with that. But when she says illegal blockades, they're blockading and saying if you don't take shots, you can't have a job. They're saying you got to have five, six, seven, eight shots. Trudeau's bought the shots out many years, saying this is the new normal. They're blockading us. They're putting us under siege. They're controlling us. They're telling us we're not essential. They admit it's their fourth industrial revolution to take over our bodies. I have C-SPAN interviews with Bill Gates uh, and Fauci saying, oh, we need a virus out of China to blow up the FDA regulatory system so we can get instant authorization of this to have our revolution. When I come back, I'm going to play the clip of her saying... We need this to be permanent. Everyone watched in live time. And then the other minister says, yeah, anybody, yeah, there she is. Anybody that supports Trump will have his bank accounts taken. I have the deputy minister saying that. We'll be right back. Stay with us. It was almost 15 years ago that I released my seminal film, m Game Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And in that documentary, I predicted the globalists would establish world government by releasing a virus, demanding that there be worldwide lockdowns, and then triggering a collapse of our industrial society. And now they've done it. How did I know they would do it? Because they wrote books and white papers, and many of their own reports and internal meetings were leaked. You see, then I was tracking the Bilderberg Group, whose head at the time was Klaus Schwab. And our sources inside were confirming to us that they were indeed planning to launch this great reset. Well, we're now living in it. The purposeful collapse of the third world and the first world, known as ashes, as a tyrannical corporate world government. total censorship, no due process, destruction of the family. And then incrementally, more and more deadly injections of poison masquerading as vaccines to poison us and depopulate us. This is what InfoWars is fighting. We're fighting for the future. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true. Today, we see the entire global corrupt anti-human Depopulation, great reset combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's gonna end in twenty thirty, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed, none of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share Infowars links and Bandai video links.
0: That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. You're listening to the Alex Jones Show
1: Audrey Taylor Green's getting ready to come in studio next hour with us here on the Alex Jones Show. And, and remember, I said I have, over, I have over 20 clips. It's actually more than that. With them admitting they run governments, admitting they've taken over society, admitting they're in full control. And we're going to get to those. But here is the finance minister, the deputy prime minister of Canada, who openly is on the board of directors of the Bilderberg Group's public organization, the World Economic Forum, that's running all this. Saying now this is going to be a permanent emergency. We need permanent powers. And now we have the police saying any conservative protesting against lockdowns is illegal. Biden has that in his national announcements as well from June of last year that any protesting or against lockdowns is terror. This is this is this convicts them. This proves how bad they are. Let me finish that clip though uh, that we went to with her announcing. Just this is just Friday. This is two days ago. That oh we need to make the emergency permanent. For anybody we don't like, without a court order, without anything, the government, that means them, that, that's, that's what they want, is the World Cashless Society, the social credit score, based on that vaccine passport. The bureaucrats say with the banks, who can have bank accounts and who can't? Here it is. Uh,
5: in terms of the financial instruments, which our government is using right now, to act against these illegal blockades and illegal occupation, uh, we reviewed very, very carefully the tools at the disposal of the federal government. Uh, And we used all the tools that we had prior to the invocation of the Emergencies Act, and we determined that we needed some additional tools. Now, some of those tools... uh, we will be putting forward uh, measures to put those tools permanently in place. Uh, The authorities of FinTrack, I believe, do need to be expanded to cover crowdsourcing platforms uh, and uh, payment platform, and their payment providers. Uh, So that is something that we need to do, and we will do, and that needs to be in place permanently. Uh, some All of right, these let's shut that down.
1: It goes on the full clips on Infowars, and and Finn tracks this whole UN global government system. And you can go to the World Economic Forum, and she is the deputy prime minister and the deputy head of the World Economic Forum. She's on the board of directors of it. Here, here's Klaus Schwab. You saw that member of Parliament on Friday you go, "Hey, uh, Klaus Schwab brags that he, you know, controls half the Parliament, in Canada, and many other parliaments, or, or half the cabinet." Uh, of, of the government of, of, of the Prime Minister and they're like sorry that's disinfo you can't talk about that even though they brag about it here's one of the clips they're talking about
4: Prime Minister good afternoon ladies and gentlemen friends as you know the theme of this annual meeting is mastering the fourth industrial revolution I couldn't imagine Anybody who could represent more the world which will come out of this fourth industrial revolution. It certainly will be a world, hopefully, not certainly, hopefully, if we take the right decisions, which will be a diverse world characterized by plurality. It will be a world which will combine significant investments into the future, into our soft and hard infrastructure with fostering entrepreneurial activity. And he goes on
1: to say in the clip that we have on screen, you can see it for TV viewers, that Trudeau is the ultimate example of this great reset and their takeover. But here's the actual clip. I wonder, I guess we got them mixed up There's so many. Uh, This is uh, Klaus Schwab with David Gergen at the Kennedy Center bragging that he controls the cabinet and controls many of the leaders of the world. And his favorite example of this is Justin Trudeau. Um,
4: when I mention our names like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, president of, of Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau, and I know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our uh, actually young noble leaders of the world Forum.
0: And that's true in Argentina, too. Wow.
4: Yeah. Sorry. That's true in Argentina as well. It's through in Argentina. All right, let's uh, let's
1: cut that off. He goes on and brags. It's everywhere people are on to him. Now, here's something good before we go to break and come back with MTG. Marjorie Taylor Greene in studio next hour. So excited. Alberta premier Jason Kenney talks about the Great Reset and lays it out in very simple-to-understand terms. This is so important, and we're going to start the next hour, whether you're listening on AM and FM, local TV, however, tell folks tune in that they don't want you to hear this. The revolution against tyranny is now. Here's part of this patriot, a major governor premier up in Canada.
6: Ricky uh, Butterworth, or it might be Cindy Butterworth says, where do you stand on the great reset the liberals are planning on introducing? Well, I, I, let me just say that, first of all, what is this great reset? Uh, the, uh Pierre Polyev, the federal conservative finance critic, recently raised concerns about this, and then he was attacked by some in the media and by the liberals for supposedly circulating conspiracy theories. Well, The Great Reset is actually the name of a book by a very prominent advocate of it. It's, his name is Klaus Schwab. He sent me a copy. I guess he sent one to every, probably every government leader around the world. And Klaus Schwab's uh, thesis in his book is that we should, governments and societies, the world, should, quotes seize the opportunity of the public health and economic crisis to reimagine the world and radically change policies. Now, in what ways? I would describe it as a grab bag of left-wing ideas for less freedom and more government, for more government intervention, uh, for um, policies that would... Uh, I think, create massive poverty, uh, particularly energy policy, uh, policies that he is advocating. So Klaus Schwab, by the way, is the president and founder of the World Economic Forum, also known as the Davos Summit. I call it the biggest gathering of global hypocrites uh, in history. It's the um, it's a little ski village in Switzerland, and every, I think, February... Um, a couple of thousand v- super-rich uh, people, uh, a lot of billionaires, millionaires, global CEOs, and politicians fly into Davos men, h- with hundreds of private airplanes, they go into Switzerland, and they spend a week basically lecturing uh, the rest of the world, including, especially working women and men, about how they should reduce their carbon footprint. Uh, uh, the hypocrisy in that crowd is is so uh, thick, you can't even cut it with a knife. And so no, I'm not going to be taking any uh, policy direction from Klaus Schwab or his his ilk. But and what I find offensive, look, the so-called Great Reset is not a conspiracy theory; it is a actual set of propo- of concrete proposals being advocated by some very influential people, and including apparently by Prime Minister Trudeau, who clearly alluded to it, referred to it, quoted from it the Schwab theory uh, in a speech he gave to the United Nations a couple of months ago. So it's not a conspiracy theory to talk about that. Those are the folks advocating it. And I think it's perfectly legitimate for democratically elected leaders for me to say, heck no, we're not going to exploit or take uh, take advantage of a crisis to uh, advance a political agenda. If if we're actually all in this together, like we keep saying, then how about we focus on the crisis, on protecting lives and livelihoods, helping people get through this, uh, and and how about after that, instead of exploiting the crisis to impose on democratic societies a whole bunch of social failed socialist policy ideas, how about instead we get refocused on generating economic growth, on on recreating some of the trillions of dollars of wealth that will have been destroyed, of restarting some of the hundreds of thousands of businesses that will have gone under, of obsessively focusing on getting the millions, uh, 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 the tens of millions around the world back to work. Those who have suffered most in the COVID era have been the poorest around the world. And so the notion that we would then drive them further into energy poverty through uh, Klaus Schwab's policy uh, agenda is, I, I just fank, frankly find it offensive. So no, it's not a conspiracy, and nor is it a conspiracy theory. I think it's just uh, very um, distasteful and regrettable that influential people would explicitly seek to take advantage of a crisis like this to advance their We're own
3: awakening, I think it's important that we ride the momentum right now. Take advantage of this moment, and I have always an idea that something everybody can do, with every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective
0: for us to, uh you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a tractor in a that uh,
7: says, "Alex Jones is right."
0: InfoWars. com. We stand with the truckers. Arrest Spout,
7: or whatever. It'd Brother, I'm so glad you
1: called. Elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the. Back- bathroom wall, or to put a sticker on your car, or banner hangs over highways, and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have
6: a few ideas. First of all, ask us to find a new Arrest Fauci.
1: Arrest by The vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short. Keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci. Arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris. In Atlanta, I really, really appreciate appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much.
7: There are millions now waking up to the fact that they have been used in some sort of nefarious scientific experiment. And many are suffering serious physical side effects as a result. We can clearly see in the evidence presented by Dr. Yeadon's crew at howbadismybatch.com that different batches of the same vaccine are being deployed and monitored on a set schedule. And studies from New Zealand and Spain have shown that there is cutting-edge nanotech in the Pfizer vaccine. It is a massive human experiment. It's killing people, injuring people, and destroying people's immune, neurological, cardiovascular, and reproductive systems. People who trusted their government and people who trusted the pharmaceutical industry Trust is a beautiful thing with someone close, but not with strangers we see on the television, and there is never a good reason to trust your government. When a bloated government's main concern is profit and war, then psychopaths with degrees will be funded to research and develop more efficient ways of killing and controlling people. This has been going on for a long, long time. In 1932, the U.S. Public Health Service began the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Patients were lied to about being treated for syphilis and were unknowingly kept sick and made worse. During World War II, the Russians were using unsuspecting political prisoners to test lethal poisons on. The U.S. tested mustard gas on soldiers. The Japanese tested biological weapons on Chinese prisoners and the infamous angel of death, Dr. Joseph Mengele, was performing all sorts of horrific experiments on people in the concentration camps. Researchers at Vanderbilt University gave pregnant mothers radioactive iron in what they were told were vitamin drinks. In the 1950s, Dr. William Sweet was funded by the government to inject unsuspecting patients at Massachusetts General Hospital with uranium. Immunology expert Chester Southam injected prisoners in Ohio with cancer. The University of California experimented on newborns by freezing them and injecting air into their brains. Israeli doctors killed tens of thousands of Arab children with radiation poisoning. And in Montreal, Canada, Dr. Ewan Cameron was treating hundreds of patients with the same bizarre procedure. Whether they were seeking a remedy for schizophrenia depression, or an injured leg, Dr. Cameron treated them all by putting them into a chemical coma for up to months at a time while subjecting their bodies to electroshock. And just a few years prior to this, Dr. Cameron was invited to the Nuremberg Trials for a psychiatric evaluation of Rudolf Hess. Perhaps the darkest and most prevalent experiment on humanity prior to COVID-19 is MKUltra, an endless web of inhumane projects primarily involving trauma-based mind control and the torture of children. While legacy media often shows you the lurid sex and drugs aspect of MKUltra, they don't show you the congressional testimony of victims who were kept in cages, raped, and tortured as children and part of the U.S. government's human radiation experiments,
8: I was a subject in radiation as well as mind control and drug experiments performed by a man I knew as Dr. Green. The first significant memory took place at Kansas City University in 1966. Don Ebner took me there by plane when my mom was out of town. I was in what looked like a laboratory and there seemed to be other children. I was strapped down, naked, spread eagle, on a table, on my back. Dr. Green had electrodes on my body, including my head. He used what looked like an overhead projector and repeatedly said he was burning different images into my brain while a red light flashed aimed at my forehead. I felt drugged because he had given me a shot before he started the procedure. When it was over, he gave me another shot. The next thing I remember, I was with my grandparents again in Tucson, Arizona. I was four years old.
7: The victims were given an apology by a smirking President Clinton, which is more than most victims have ever gotten. Nothing has changed. These are only a few of the many illegal human experiments that we know of, and there has never been any justice.
0: Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Well, I could care less about
1: Hollywood stars. I could care less about politicians. I could care less about anybody but my family and other hard-charging patriots that love liberty. But I get some butterflies and excited and was pacing up and down before she got here because I am extremely excited to have MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia's 14th district with us right now because out of all the great people, there's quite a few good people in Congress, quite a few bad ones. I got to say, she's probably my favorite. There's a few good ones up there, but I tell you, she is just the most genuine and she's the most popular of anybody that got elected in the last round. But the system's coming after her big time. She's up for re-election. We're going to tell you all about that, mtgforamerica.com. And I wanted to talk to her about the tipping point and the global awakening and the elites against the people. And I said, what do you want to cover first, right before we went live? And she said the first thing on my list, and my list was in this folder. She hadn't seen it. So we are definitely synced up right now. So, MTG, it's great to have you in Austin, Texas. It's, it's amazing to have you in studio.
3: Thank you so much. And I'm so happy to be here with you, Alex. I think this is the some of the most fun uh, type of interviews I can do, so I'm so happy that I'm here.
1: Well, we're all excited to have you here. It's it's uh, it's amazing. So I don't want to try to recreate what you said. Repeat what you said before we went live about how the establishment sees us now that you've gone from Georgia as a business lady and a mother and a patriot. Now you've been there two years. You've been in the belly of the beast. You had a great description of what's happening. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I tell you, for me, what I see, um, and I'm just a regular person. I've never been in politics before. And going to Washington, the most disturbing thing that I have found is that the people in Washington, it's like a little bubble. And it's this tiny little world. And its, it's if you really look at it, it's a small percentage of people But they truly look down on the rest of America, and they think that everything they think in their little bubble and what they want for our country is the most important thing. But they look down on the common American man and woman, and they just don't care. They're so disconnected. That's why all they want is like war in Ukraine instead of even thinking about, you know, truckers who deliver food and supplies. They don't even care about kids wearing masks. They don't care about our border with fentanyl pouring across, killing young people and being the number one cause of death, not COVID-19. And it just bothers me so much. They treat me um, as if I'm some kind of crazy person, uh, or like I have three horns coming out of my head. But what they don't understand is they're the ones that are crazy and they're the ones that are so disconnected.
1: Well, well, that's the gaslighting that, that they're engaged in. I mean, if you look at it, the trends worldwide are to populism and the people, not even about conservative or liberal. And, and deep down, they know that. They're trying to gaslight us, at least the controllers at the top are. But I think the average leftist, I agree with you, actually does think you've got five heads or I've got six heads, and that they actually believe their own BS.
3: I think they do, too. And I, I tell you why. I think they're really scared of the American people because here's what they do know. They know that if the American people actually woke up from the dream that they're living in, uh, the so-called American dream where it's it's more like entertainment, at like Roman games or something like that. And I think the elites in Washington, you know, the ones that sit in the think tanks, the political consultants, the neocons, the ones drumming the uh, drums of war, If they really look hard at America, they know that the American people can end everything they're trying to do if the American people wanted to. So not only do they look down on the American people because they can never make it a day in our shoes, never make it a day in your shoes where you're working, you get up early, you go to work, you balance your checkbook, you pay your bills. You're not in debt like the federal government is. You're taking care of your kids, driving them to school, helping them with homework. You're making all the right decisions for your family and they couldn't do it. Not a single day, just like the American people. American people can and do.
1: And by the way, you're not just saying that. I mean, you had a good idea of this when you ran for Congress and won, mm-hmm. but but now you've seen it. And I've been around these people, uh, you know, as well over the 20 plus years I've been on air. They literally pull you aside. They're like, "Why are you helping the average scum? They're 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 they're, they're, they're commoners." And I'm like, "No, you're the scum." People need to know how these corporate elitists, not just Democrats, some Republicans, literally their whole world is that they're an elite and you're scum. And then they tell you America's scum and America's bad and America's racist when this elitism is beyond racism, they hate everybody that isn't part of their power structure, including independently wealthy people and middle-class business owners. They want full control. It's like in that movie, There Will Be Blood, that's based on a famous novel that's based on a composite of real oil men. And there's this one guy that becomes one of the top oil men, and he goes, I have a competitiveness in me. I don't want anyone else to succeed. Well, that's not what America's about. It's about competitiveness, and we want to see everybody succeed. These people literally do not want to see anybody succeed but them. What was the journey running like for Congress and winning by record numbers and being demonized and attacked and being the woman in the arena that Teddy Roosevelt talked about? What has that process been like? Because it seems like in the last three years it's made you stronger, not weaker.
3: It's made me stronger because I know who I am, and I know I know exactly what the American people think and feel. And going to Congress for me was all about taking what I know can happen at home, what I, what I know it takes to be successful, and taking that into Congress in the place where I see failing America, comp- completely failing the American people. Um, it's been crazy. It's been the wildest ride. I feel like I'm in a movie every single day. And here's what I can tell you. When I got there, this is what they told me. Marjorie, that's not how we do things. You see, they wanted me to come there. They want all the new members of Congress to come and learn. Ooh,
1: so talk about that. Talk about, so, so. I mean, how did it happen? They kind of pull you aside, take you to lunch? What happens?
3: Well, it just comes gradually from different people. And so they have their committees, everything's set up on committees. And what you have to do is you have to vote the way the chairman or the leaders of the committees want you to vote. And that's how you're being a team player, and that's how you're doing the right thing. And if you're not doing that, then they want to minimize you. They want to punish you. They want to push you out. They do not want your bills or your your voice to be, uh, you know. So you're saying it's not just the about.
1: Democrats doing this, it's the Republicans.
3: Oh, a thousand percent. It's both parties. Mm-hmm. They do it. It's, it. Because here's the truth, Alex. It's really a uniparty in Washington. See, there's very few people on the outliers. It's mostly a uniparty, and that's why the pen- the power that swings back and forth, the pendulum swinging back and forth, it never changes. It doesn't matter if it's Republicans in control, Democrats in control, we're still where we are. Because well, that's of- right. So, who's
1: more evil, somebody like AOC, that's an admitted communist that flies first class and wears eight thousand dollar outfits, but says a hardworking mom or dad, uh, you know, running a business making fifty thousand dollars a year is greedy. Is she bad because she admits she's evil? She admits she's out in the open? Or is somebody like Mitch McConnell more evil because he claims he's with us, but he makes sure that that power structure stays in place?
3: Well, there's a big comparison there. I would say AOC is definitely anti-american she's she's against our american ways she's a communist. she's honestly about she's honest about it though she'll tell you whereas mitch mcconnell he lies to your face he says he's a republican he's the leader in the senate of the republican party but he's married to elaine chow and they are fully bought and paid for by china on record on record and everyone knows it but no one does anything about it just like
1: feinstein just like pelosi just like Swallowswell, they're literally on the payroll of the ccp
3: yeah, absolutely they are. And so are many others. Think about it. How, for decades now, corporations, the American corporation, they have totally blended into the system in, the, in China, in the CCP. And what has that done to us? It's completely sold out the small businesses, sold out the Americans, sold out the American taxpayer, sold out the people that love our country and, and will do anything to stand for our freedoms and that's what we care about. But it's these people in charge, and it comes from lobbyists. It comes from former members of Congress who become lobbyists. And they push these policies that sell America out to China. And so are we in trouble? Oh, yeah, we're in big trouble. And it's, it's it, you know, sometimes I wonder, is it too late but I don't think so. I think I still hold on to hope constantly because I do believe in the Mar- the American people. I think the American, uh, I mean, I believe in difference. you.
1: I, I mean, I know you're for real. I know your voting record's amazing. And I know you're an example of a grassroots, hardworking, smart person standing up and going against the system. And And, and, if, and if you can inspire others and if we can inspire others, we're going to win this fight.
3: Thank you, Alex. I really appreciate it because I think it's it's regular people that can win the fight. And this is something that we're seeing. We're seeing parents going to their school boards and fighting on behalf of their kids. But I think they have to keep going. It's not enough to just go to your school board and demand to stop this mass.
1: It's not enough to back them off. We got to remove these criminals.
3: Absolutely. We have to get them out of their position. MTG in the house, ladies and gentlemen.
1: That sounds better than DJT. Who knows? Maybe she'll be his vice presidential candidate coming up in a year. But she's running for Congress right now. Keep her in there.
2: Experience the next level in high powered energy nootropics with our latest Brainforce offering, Brainforce Ultra. Now it is easier than ever to take in the new liquid form with eight beneficial super ingredients. Brainforce Ultra is the result of years of enhanced formulation. Free of toxic additives, each ingredient is specifically selected for its many key properties. Some of the proprietary super ingredients behind Brainforce Ultra include which is loaded with energy compounds and antioxidants that have been used by Amazonian tribes for centuries. Alpha GPC, a natural compound found in the brain that delivers an essential nutrient, choline. And ginkgo leaf, which is also known for its exceptional antioxidant content. This product is more than twice the servings of our Brain Force Plus as well, so you know it's packed full of the good stuff. Destroy that brain fog today and secure your bottle of Brain Force Ultra before it is completely sold out at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: After being unavailable for more than two years, Ultimate Bone Broth is back at InfoWars Life. Ultimate Bone Broth is now Ultimate Bone Broth Plus because we've made it even stronger and reformulated it. And listen, it's not just concentrated chicken broth in there that's so good for your joints and your bones and your whole body. It's got really strong, high-end turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other stuff in it, like real organic cocoa, bean powder with natural chocolate flavor, and a touch of sea salt, and just on and on and on. Magnesium, potassium's added. This is so good for inflammation, for your immune system, for your whole body. Grandma always gave you chicken soup when you were sick, remember? That's a tiny amount of the same stuff that's in there that is now in here in a very large amount. So again, get the power of grandma's chicken soup with the power of turmeric and everything else with the new and improved bone broth at InfoWars Store.
0: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
1: Time for humanity to stand up in the Info War and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight, you
0: better believe you got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones.
1: MTG is on fire as usual. A really powerful woman a powerful mother a powerful member of congress that scares the entire corrupt political system and i'm telling her i got a hundred topics to cover but i said where do you want to go next and she's got a lot of inside baseball on congress and roll calling votes and also i asked her hey i'm hearing everybody's really excited 30 members of congress are not running again democrats she said oh that's not the good news you think it is so she'll tell you about that as well take it away
3: yeah so alex so here's the thing You know, we're hearing about all these people retiring, and we're hearing about 30 Democrats retiring. But the real question is, who's coming in behind them? If they're retiring from their seat, a lot of those seats are Democrat districts. They're not necessarily being flipped to a Republican. So what kind of Democrat will take their place? And I'm afraid it could be the wrong kind. That just means the progressives will get stronger and the squad will build. So.
1: And you're not just saying that. I've seen the numbers that are pushing a lot of moderate Democrats in almost everywhere and, like, actual communist AOC America haters are getting in.
3: Yeah, no, that's what they want because they're so extreme, they're so radical, and they definitely want to build the Democrat caucus that way. They want the entire Democrat conference to be progressive. That's what AOC is trying to do. She's pushing her power. But here's something that a lot of people don't understand about Congress. So most of the bills that get passed are passed by voice vote. That is until this year. And, you know, everyone remembers the story of me being kicked off committees. Not that big of a deal because Democrats are in control. And Republicans can't really do much on committees anyways when the Democrats control the House. And that was a badge of honor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that means, you know what, that means the swamp knew exactly who I am. They knew that I wasn't going to hand over my— They didn't want you
1: looking at the legislation. Sorry, go ahead.
3: Well, they didn't want me—they didn't—they knew—they know I'm going to stand my ground. I'm not going to say, oh, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll vote however you want me to vote. I'm willing to go along. They know that I was there for a reason, to actually do what I told my district, my voters, I would do. And so when I lost my committees, I started sitting on the House floor. And I don't know if you've ever heard this story. But I started sitting on the House floor, and what I wanted to do is learn the process. And so I started watching them debate the bills back and forth. And they would – the person in the chair that was supposed to be Speaker Pelosi, she would – or he, whoever it was with a mask on. I had no idea, but it usually wasn't Nancy – They would ask for the voice votes. And so after they debated the bill, the Democrats would say, yay. And then the Republicans on our side would say, nay. And then the person sitting there in the the speaker's chair with the gavel would say, the bill passed. And like 10 members of Congress would have voted saying yes or no. Wow. I'm not kidding you. And so what I started doing is I started using floor procedure, and I started asking for roll call votes. So they would debate the bill back and forth. And then this person in the chair, you know, speaker mask face or whoever it is, would ask for the voice votes. And before the bill would pass, I would say, Madam Speaker, I ask for the recorded vote. Well, that means that all members of Congress had to come in and actually vote. You see, we have a voting card, and we're supposed to use it. It's supposed to be an electronic vote, and it should record all of our votes, whether it's yes or no. And so I would put my—we all are are supposed to put our card in there— Push yes, no, or present. I don't even know why there's present, but either yes or no. And I've been doing this since February. The House Freedom Caucus joined in with me. And at this time, Alex, we have over 500 bills that are on record that you can actually look up, any member of Congress, you can look up their vote and even see, did they even show up for work that day? Did they actually vote? Did they vote yes? Did they vote no? So what you're
1: saying is they're doing it not just to manipulate the votes but to hide the record.
3: That is exactly what I'm telling you. So they all love to vote uh, by voice because then you don't know how we vote.
1: And I noticed Crenshaw, who is uh, one of your main targets, and I agree with you, he's a very disingenuous individual overall and a Davos Group graduate of Klaus Schwab. Unless he wants to come on the show and challenge that, he's on their website. He he got up a, a few weeks ago when he was endorsing this new candidate, uh, and he said, don't listen to the Freedom Caucus They're lying. They don't really vote conservative. I do. And and people went and fact-checked him, and it wasn't true. So that blew up in his face. So he's, I guess, really pissed there's a record that you have, such an amazing record, and so many others do.
3: That's right. And it's because I was willing to ask for recorded votes starting back in February. And then by the end of March, Freedom Caucus had joined me. And we have a floor schedule. And we've kept a schedule so that every time Congress is in session, every time we're voting— We are calling for recorded votes, and so that no one can no one can slip away. We and we should be held accountable. That's that's. And I was aware of
1: you doing that. I was aware it enraged them a year or so ago. They kind of shut up though because they didn't want too much attention on this.
3: Yeah, that's right. Well, so this is why. Talk about a
1: watchdog, folks. (laughs) And You never bring this up, but even though you won with a record level in Georgia, they're coming after you. they got PACs after you. They're running scams. We need you to win with a record level, or they could remove you from Congress when you're such an important person there. How do people donate to MTG?
3: Well, I really appreciate you asking that. So it's so important. I'm only supported by regular people. I don't take money from lobbyists or PACs. MTG for America.com, MTG for America.com. It's your $5 donations, $25, maybe even $100. That's what is what helps me get reelected. And just if you help me out, I'm so grateful and it'll send me back to Congress so I can keep putting Congress on record.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, I, listeners get this. My listeners are awesome. And I have all these great people on that I support, but you particularly. It takes money to win wars.
3: Yes, it does. And
1: and if we had the money that George Soros and the globalists did, we'd have no problem. We don't. We have pockets of resistance, but because freedom's so popular, we're able to still hold them back and have victory despite that. But it's so close. The margins of victory for your family and your future are so close. No matter where you live in the United States, you need to donate right now to Marjorie Taylor Greene's re-election campaign. There isn't a better champion. Who isn't afraid of the censors? Who isn't afraid of the demonization? Who 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 they wanted expelled from Congress? Who they want arrested for not wearing a mask? I mean, uh, you know a person by their enemies, and the enemy of me and my family absolutely goes into a red rage over you. That makes me love you even more.
3: Oh, thank you so much. No, it's true. I mean, we got the same enemies. Absolutely, we do. Well, you know, it's the elites in Washington, and it's really those that serve the global economy. That's, That's the biggest problem. You know that, Alex? Those that really don't care, they claim they care about our country.
1: But they've sold us out.
3: No, they Talk about
1: America first v- versus the globalist.
3: Well, what it is, you know, and I think I think the American people know it. The American people are so smart, and they they know exactly what's going on. I think that's why there's so many people in our country that don't engage and don't vote, and we need them to engage and we need them to vote, and that's why primaries are so important. But the difference is, is so many people in Washington, you know, it's the most powerful place on earth.
1: Richest city on earth.
3: Yes, it is. And it's a dangerous place and people get sold out. Isn't it crazy? It's the
1: richest place on earth and the most dangerous.
3: It is the most dangerous. Well, it's a dangerous place because it steals people's souls. You know, I think so many people go there with good intentions. But there's such great temptations in Washington, and it's easy to get sucked in. And before they know it and before they realize it, next thing you know, they're actually voting, and they're actually investing, and they're actually making deals to serve countries like China and not America. And that's what's happened. It's it's really sad.
1: I totally agree. When we come back, we'll hit whatever topics you want. But what do you make of Bill Maher even coming out and saying the left is evil, the left supports communist China, What do you even make of of him saying censorship's wrong? It seems like even a lot of people that have been leftist get now that it's an authoritarian movement.
3: Well, I think it's interesting hearing him say that. And and I don't know him at all, so I'm not sure. But I hope he's being sincere in what he's saying. You know, it's really the thing. What upsets me, Alex, I'll tell you this. When I got kicked off of my personal uh, Twitter account, I still have my congressional account, but I'm limited on what I can say there. I can't campaign for myself. I can't fight certain fights. I can't ask for money. But this is what upset me, Alex so many of my republican colleagues stayed silent that's right and the republicans are the ones constantly saying that they're going to fight big tech and they're going to hold them accountable and they're going to stop censorship and protect free speech but it's republicans are the ones that are failed and i was let's really talk about upset. that we
1: got to go to break hard break but you can find her on getter at mtg for america and at mtgforamerica.com stay with us i've been on air more than 25 years And long before I started selling high-quality vitamin D3 eight years ago, I've been promoting people taking vitamin D3 because it is essential, and if you're not getting sunshine every single day, whether you're black or white or Hispanic, it doesn't matter, your body will be susceptible and wide open to so many of the threats that are out there. It's just like you need oxygen, you die in four minutes without oxygen. You die in five or six days without water, you die in a month without food. Well. That's because these key minerals and elements and vitamins are in the food that you need. And one of the most important for your immune system and your overall health is vitamin D3. We have the highest quality in winter sun with vitamin K that boosts all your body's defenses available right now for 50% off at InfoWarStore.com. Everybody, old, young, black, white, you need vitamin D3. This is the best quality out there, and it funds the InfoWar 50% off
2: sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large if you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of our new sleep support formula down and out is just the thing it's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve formulated to improve upon our best-selling product knockout with down and out now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution so the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it One of the other sleep support herbs included is the Passion Flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com.
0: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
1: MTG in studio on this February 20th broadcast. She wants to get into the truckers in Canada and what's happening with the truckers now traveling across the United States to DC. And the feds are talking about putting up uh, barriers and fences around the Capitol again. So much going on. So, Marjorie Taylor Greene, what is your view on Canada and the Great Reset and everything?
3: Well, I think, I think it's something to really be scared of. This is the country that's just north of us. We share the border, the northern border. And here we're seeing Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, act just like his father. He's turned into a dictator. And I think that should terrify every single American. But what is so disturbing to me, Alex, is the truckers, these are the very people that provide food because they, they drive, they, they deliver all the supplies, critical supplies, Medicine, clothes, you know, people's food, everything that we need to survive comes from truckers doing their hard jobs. And it's the truckers were the ones that were so willing to stand up against the tyranny in Canada with these vaccine mandates. But yet we're seeing Justin Trudeau turn into a dictator, declare martial law and go to shut these people down, arresting them, throwing them in jail. But this is why it's terrifying. The, the Democrat Party would love to do the same thing. They would love to do the same thing to Americans, and now we have this bigger, big truckers convoy going to Washington, D.C., and what's the first bit of news that came out of Washington? The fence is going back up because now they're trying to make the image that the fence needs to be there because truckers are so dangerous, and that's the biggest lie, and that's the biggest bunch of propaganda that Washington wants to sell to the American people. Truckers aren't dangerous. Democrats are.
1: They've tried to claim that you and I had never talked until you came on the show a few weeks ago, and I saw you say some nice things about me on the on the show, a TV show so it's like we called and got you on and 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 we're very glad you came on, but they've had thousands when I say thousands that's conservative of articles claiming you and I and Trump plan that violence, that there's a conspiracy uh, that you need to be expelled from Congress that I need to be arrested. That's all a giant lie. You want to respond to that?
3: Yeah, it is a it is a giant lie uh, because here's the truth. Those are the people that we should be holding accountable, the ones telling those lies. It's that the news media that wants to sell the propaganda and t- say terrible things about you, Alex, say terrible things about me, calling us names, um, you know, and, and selling this, these lies to the American people. But it's really the federal government that is so out of control and hurting our country, enslaving Americans and $30 trillion in debt, trying to tell us that our children need to be brainwashed with CRT, taught to be racist, that our kids need to be told that they can choose their gender and that grown men can go in our, in our children's um, cabins and showers at camp. I mean, and it's just— It's outrageous. Well, but so what
1: is your synopsis? You're great at boiling things down— We've looked at every angle. What really happened on January 6th? I see a million people showed up. They had some leftist provocateurs. The Capitol Police basically stood down. They opened the doors. And now almost 1,000 innocent people have been charged with stuff. I mean, this is – and now they're calling every day January 6th. They're calling the truckers January 6th. They're saying, arrest everyone. Where do you see this going? Because it seems like Democrats are betting everything on January 6th.
3: Of course they're betting everything on January 6th. That's all they have. No, actually, I here's you know what's every day. Every day should be the riots of 2020. That should be every day. That's when the Democrats showed us who they are. And isn't it funny now that Biden is in office? There are no more riots, but has anything changed? Has police violence changed? No, crime has gone up. Have have black lives stopped being murdered or black lives stopped being killed? No, they're being killed every single weekend in Chicago. Like the numbers are up. Oh yeah, the numbers are much higher. As a matter of fact, it's so much worse. But the the reality is every single day is we should be looking at who Justin Trudeau is. We should be looking at who the Democrats are. Never forget Kamala Harris, Ilhan Omar, funding BLM, sending out these links with the Minnesota Freedom Fund to bail out violent rioters who were burning uh, uh, businesses, rioting in the streets against innocent Americans. That wasn't the Capitol. Those were American cities. And it went on night after night. But the Democrats have shown us who they are. And that should be our focus every single day. Not January 6th. You know what happened on January 6th, Alex? There was a lot of beautiful people that had a wonderful time there. And they never want to talk about that. They only want to show the small amount of rioting that happened. They don't want to talk about Ashley Babbitt being shot. They don't want to talk about the other woman that was trampled in the tunnel that, you know, I've seen the video of what happened Oh, it's horrible. They, like,
1: grab her back and kill her and beat her brains out. And, you know, that's the thing. We have a million people there, and then a very small group go in, most of them waved in by police. When you have a Lakers game and they win a championship, you don't blame the 30,000, 40,000 fans that showed up for the 1,000 people that rioted, but that's what they did here.
3: Yeah, of course. Well, here's what they should be doing. They should be talking about Ray Epps, We should be talking about the people that were encouraging regular Americans to go into the Capitol. You know, most of the people that were there that day, that was their first time at the Capitol. Wow. They didn't know that there was a certain line they weren't supposed to cross. They had no idea that they were supposed to stay behind the barrier because Ray Epps and others had torn them down before they had even gotten there when they had left the Ellipse and walked down to the Capitol. So, yeah, people got charged that day for— for fighting and different things, but they've been charged, but they, should, they shouldn't they should be rotting away in jail. That shouldn't be happening. But the real question is, why did police just open the doors and, and tell them they could go in? Were there FBI agents or, or different informants or people working with the FBI involved in what happened on January 6th? Because that's the truth that we should be talking about. And my biggest question every single time, Alex, is what happened to Nancy Pelosi, and why did she not have the National Guard there? Why did was that's right? National Trump Guard? tried
1: to get him, and they blocked him.
3: He asked repeatedly, and they blocked him. And I was, you know, I don't think. By the there. way,
1: that's on record. They call that a conspiracy theory. That's on record.
3: Oh, absolutely, it's on record. They want to lie and say it's a conspiracy theory, but it's not. You know, it bothers me. I was a brand new freshman member of Congress. I'd only been there a couple of days. You know, they Nancy Pelosi put all of our lives in danger because she refused to have the National Guard she it's it's as if they obviously got a million
1: people coming you should do that
3: yeah well president trump asked but they had intel they knew that there was possibly going to be violence that day so if nancy pelosi cares about the Capitol like she claims she calls it a temple why didn't she have the national guard there
1: i totally agree so what do you think the deep state and the corrupt system that is out of gas collapsing everybody's turning against it what do they do now to grab victory from the jaws of defeat That's my concern. Start a war with Russia? What do they do?
3: I don't know. It's hard for me to even fathom starting a war with Russia. I I don't even think that way, so it's hard for me to understand. But look at her
1: reviewing her troops right here.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Well, that's all for the camera. She's got to stand out there and and talk to them and act like she actually cares. But Nancy Pelosi doesn't care. It's such a (laughs) – it's just a big charade. And there she stands with her mask, but I guarantee you as soon as the cameras went away, she took it off. Oh, absolutely. So with
1: 261 days of the midterms, what is MTG's prediction? What's your gut level feeling right now?
3: I think we're going to take back the House, but to me, it's very important how we take back the House. I don't want to take back the House with a Republican conference that's just going to continue to do the same thing they always do, and that's just work across the aisle with the Democrats. I'm fighting inside my GOP conference, and I have no problem with it. To me, you know, they talk about the Civil War and the GOP. Well, I fully embrace it because I believe that iron sharpens iron, and we need to be the GOP conference that actually does something for a change instead of talking about it on Fox News. You see, I think Republicans have a job to do, and that is to become the American Party. We need to be the American Party.
1: I agree, not left or right, the American Party.
3: Yes, the American Party and i'm working on something with my staff i can't talk a whole lot about it but it's called the american revival and it's the plan that i think that all of us need to embrace it's the plan that i think we need to bring our country back to save our country and to revive america not just in our economy not just our border but so much about who we are as a people
1: exactly if we don't know who we are we can be enslaved if we know who we are and our mission we cannot be enslaved we cannot be defeated American Revival with MTG at mtgforamerica.com and get her MTG for America. People can also follow your congressional site on Twitter. In 60 seconds, thanks for being here. Closing comments.
3: Oh, thank you. Well, first off, I would just want to say thanks for having me, Alex, and and to everyone watching at home. I really appreciate your support. And if you can support me in my reelection, I greatly appreciate it at mtgforamerica.com. Stay strong, keep fighting, and always keep the faith and the hope because you can never let it go. No matter how dark it looks, I think it's always important to stay focused on fighting. And I truly believe we can have an American revival, and that's what I'm working on.
1: Well, you're not afraid to defend free speech, and you're not afraid to defend people that have been ostracized and attacked. That's another great sign. But I just really appreciate your great voting record and all you've done. And everybody out there, there's not a place that you can fight for freedom better than Marjorie Taylor Greene and her re-election. Uh, Owen Schroer and Sunday Live is about to take up uh, the show, and we're going to have uh, MTG's just taped interview with him. It's going to be airing tomorrow on his show, right before she came on live with me. So, Marjorie Taylor Greene, thank you so much for being with us.
3: Thank you, Alex.
1: Wow, that was an amazing two hours of the Alex Jones Show. 11 a.m. tomorrow, the Alex Jones Show kicks off. Owen goes live in two minutes. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, Alec, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? Free Press needs your help, Frank.